Welcome to the Jazz Shapers podcast from Mishkondorea. What you're about to hear was originally broadcast on Jazz FM. However, the music has been cut due to rights issues. This is Jazz Shapers with Elliot Moss on Jazz FM. In partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal. Listening colour. Welcome to Jazz Shapers with me, Elliot Moss, bringing the shapers of the business world together with a musician shaping jazz, soul and blues. My guest today is Maxine Laceby, co-founder of Absolute Collagen, what a great name, the liquid collagen supplement and a lot more, which we'll be hearing about. Having embarked on a fine art degree aged 50, a very great age indeed, and drawn to boost her self-esteem and wellness, Maxine learned about the health-enhancing qualities of bone broth and began making her own. Health improvements followed due, she discovered, to the Bross Collagen byproduct. Friends came to Maxine seeking the same benefits, and she saw an opportunity. Despite having no business experience, Maxine set out from her kitchen to create a pure collagen product sold in sachets directly to consumers. Absolute Collagen was founded in 2015 by Maxine and her eldest daughter, Darcy, a recently graduated food scientist. They're now a multi-million pound business and named fourth in the Sunday Times 100, a list of the fastest growing businesses in the UK. Not bad, eh? My guest today, Maxine Laceby, co-founder of Absolute Collagen. It sounds like a, a hit TV series. As I said, it's, I, know, I know it's obvious, but I just had to say it, and I know it's not that. It's a serious business. It's lovely to have you here. She's her face already. She yeah. hasn't said a word. She's going, where's he going with this? Hello. Uh, hello. Thanks for having me. And I'm happy with a hit TV series. I know, not if bad, If we eh? can make it into one, that'd be great. But you've kind of embraced it. If people haven't heard about of collagen, and of course, seven, eight years ago, people mm. were vaguely aware, but now it becomes part of the wellness movement a bit more in people's sights. Definitely. You've gone, this is what I'm about. This is definitely what I'm about. How did it become what you were about, Maxine? We heard about bone broth, but how does it be that the the mum of two becomes an entrepreneur with a rather successful business? That seems a bit bit easy. Do you know, I think when I tell the story, it does sound easy, and someone stopped me the other day and said, you say it like it's really easy. Yeah. So, you get used to saying, and I don't. Yeah. I, I want to know the truth of this. So story. no, the truth is, at uh, fifty, my children sort of left the roost, and I was like, "Wow, really exciting! What shall I do?" And I've always been quite interested in art, and I decided to embark on a fine art degree. During that first year in Wolverhampton, during that first year, I did this project called Dare to Go Bare, and don't worry, I didn't take my clothes off. That would have been shocking. I um, stripped myself bare. Not in the privacy of your own home. You can do what you like. (laughs) I stripped myself bare and let my hair go grey. And I used to have long, dark, curly hair. And everybody said, oh, it's your crowning glory, which I really didn't like, actually. Mm. So I chopped all my hair off. I took the colour out. It went a bit yellow. And then I let the grey bits come through. And I wore no makeup for four months. And I wore really, really dowdy clothes for that period of time. And what that made me realise, I just... Dare to go bare was all about, as a woman of a certain age, would I disappear in people's vision if I didn't make an effort, if I became, would I become invisible? And what it made me realise is that I was desperately insecure about who I was and I got it all wrong. So I gave myself a talking to, I still carried on the project and I looked at myself emotionally, physically and spiritually because I just felt awful. And the first physical thing I did is I started making and drinking my own bone broth. And I just had this most amazing sense of well-being. And that really was the start of the whole journey back in 2015. Chicken soup in my family is very, very important. Mm. Jewish family, Friday night, you have chicken soup and other times as well. 
Where did you get the idea to start making your own bone broth? Had someone said, you know what, Maxine, you've got to do that? No, I kind of read somewhere and looked somewhere and the, the Americans are drinking bone broth and I thought, well, I make a bone broth every Sunday. You know, I do my gravy for, for my roast when well, my children were growing up. So I kind of knew how to make a bone broth. And so I literally was just boiling down the bones and letting the jus bring it to boil and letting it reduce right down and then drinking that. And then whenever I left the bone broth to go cold, a jelly mm. would form on top. And I knew that jelly wasn't fat. And I always poke the bear. I will never leave. I'm so curious. And I was like, what is that? What is that? What is that? My friends started asking for it. I started making it for them. I literally felt like the collagen dealer. They would bang down my door for my booty. And if I didn't have it, oh my God. And I was making these big vats. And I'm not one for the kitchen. I cook, but I haven't got a passion for it. And I just thought, God, this is really hard work. What am I going to do? So it was about creating something for me and my friends. And as you said earlier, my eldest daughter, Darcy, was coincidentally studying food science at university. As and luck she, would have it. As luck would have it. The stars were so aligned. <laughs> and she had all the skills that we needed. So one, needed to make sure we didn't kill people. And two, what is this stuff? And we that's when we worked out it was collagen. And that's when the idea first came, really. And then we started... I started saying to myself, what did I want? So we lo- I then looked up from my pots and looked up from my laptop that I could barely switch on at the time. And I looked out into the world and there was skin supplements, but none were liquid collagen. And that's what I wanted. I knew it was the collagen that was making the difference and that it was a collagen, liquid collagen supplement that I wanted. So between my daughter and I, we researched collagen. We spoke to scientists. This is like a two-year kind of journey before we launched in May 2017. And I knew I wanted it ready mixed. I didn't have to keep it in the fridge. I wanted it really, really easy to take. Otherwise, I was not going to take it. Eight grams of collagen was what we needed. And that's how Absolute Collagen came to be. So for the numpty like me, I mean, I've heard a little bit about Mm -hmm. collagen. I'm not a scientist. None of my children are food scientists. Just give me the kind of the ABC of the benefits of collagen Mm -hmm. as the scientific community describes it. Because, of course, it's sort of, it is scientific, but there's still a whole bunch of what is it for? Does it work? Is it, you know, has it been independently verified? Which you yourself have talked about. Yeah, definitely. So you are 80% collagen. Your body is collagen. It's in your skin. It's in your organs. It's everywhere. It's your hair. It's your nails. It's everywhere. When I first came across collagen in my kitchen, I traced it back to the Greeks. The Greek word for collagen is kola, meaning glue. It's the glue that holds you together. And I was like, why have we not been taking this since the Greeks discovered it? And so if you look at collagen, when you get to about 25, your collagen levels start depleting. You've got collagen, your skin looks good. You know, look at a seven-year-old, they can bend into different shapes. And as you get older, you get a few lines and you're not quite as mobile. That means your collagen's depleting. And the only way to put it back is literally via a supplement. So when you take absolute collagen as a supplement, and not all collagen is equal, you have to make sure it's really high grade. Uh, You take the collagen as a supplement It goes into your bloodstream. So collagen is a protein. So protein should not be absorbed. But the collagen we use has undergone a stage of hydrolysis. It means it's been broken down to such tiny particles that it will get absorbed. So it gets absorbed. And then what it does is it's attracted straight to your fibroblasts that sit under the skin. And it says, wake up, create collagen. So that is really how it works. And you're quite right. We know when I started, it was no pure collagen supplements out there and it did have like is is this 
does this work? Is it just mm. a bit of fun? We've done our own clinical trials. So the manufacturers who produce the collagen do their trials, but of course, they're manufacturers. They're going to get the trials to say what they want. We have done our own clinical trials on our supplement, and it's the biggest clinical trial on a collagen supplement ever. And we've done that ourselves out of respect for our product and out of respect for our absoluters. So we have created the industry. We launched a formula that I created in my kitchen into a market that did not exist. Just listening to you, you talk very eloquently about all of this stuff, which mm. is very important, the process and the production, and, and this is the thing that you make. What also hits me is, and you're, very, is you're glowing, of course, mm. because you take your own product on. I do. But you're really focused on the benefit. Mm. Like you've taken a consumer's view of this and gone, what do I want? Like you said it when we were speaking earlier. Yep. How have you managed to combine the, the necessity of all the stuff to get you there with this eye on the prize? It's interesting you picked up on that, actually, because I was the consumer. I was number one consumer. I was the number one absoluter, is what our consumers call themselves, absoluters. And the focus now is not about me, it's about them. So everything we do is for the absoluter. So we had to educate the market. That cost a fortune. You know, we were the first people there. And so we keep our eye on it, but making sure we do the right thing for the consumer, making sure we do the right thing for the team, the right thing for the industry, because we grow. Absolute Collagen grows the industry. We've grown it. We've, we've created it. You are the category. We are. and We're the number one collagen experts mm. and we have a duty. So it's just making sure that the absolute is absolutely at the pinnacle of every single thing. So I guess the shift has moved from myself to the absoluters. But it's still at the end and yeah. it's still all about the benefits. Stay with me for much more from my business shaper today. Maxine Lace, co-founder of Absolute Collagen. She's coming back in a couple of minutes. But right now we're going to hear a taster from the Mishcon Innovation Series, which can be found on all the major podcast platforms. Lydia Kellett invites business founders to share their industry insights and practical advice for those of you thinking about getting into an industry and starting your very own thing. In this clip, focus on the wellness industry. We hear from Richard Chambers, founder and CEO of Get a Drip. It's a good name, isn't it? The first UK high street vitamin drip and booster shot provider. The Mishcon Innovation Series. Inspiration from founders of cutting-edge businesses. In association with Jazz Shapers, with Mishcon Dereya. The health and wellness space has changed quite significantly over the course of the last few years. You say yourself that the attitude towards your product has changed. What advice would you give to somebody wishing to enter what is quite a fast-changing industry? I'd be looking at what's done elsewhere and not being done in the UK, see what good looks like elsewhere, and then no need to reinvent the wheel. Can you bring it to the UK? And remember, I think often people think healthcare is the NHS. It's not. The NHS is underfunded. They're there to treat acutely unwell people, and there's this huge gap of people that want to feel well but they're not unwell enough to go into the NHS, so it could be anything. Massive focus on AI and digital. I'm diabetic, I can scan my Libra sensor on my phone and it tells me my sugar level. My sugar level automatically beeps to my phone. It's a live transmission, so I can see my sugar levels moving as a diabetic and adjust and inject my insulin. And then with AI, where you have diabetic retinopathy, where you scan the eyes, AI can now compare thousands of different eyes and predict or diagnose other illnesses. So AI has the ability to do what's a repeatable task, which might have been done by a professional, can now be done with AI and compared properly. So really, the world's your oyster. The Mishcon Innovation Series. In association with Jazz Shapers, with Mishcon Dereya. 
Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM. In partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal. You can, of course, find all our former business shapers. There's about 500 of them now on the Jazz Shapers podcast. And you can hear this very program again if you pop jazz and shapers into your podcast platform of choice. My guest today is Maxine Lacebeek, co-founder of Absolute Collagen, the marine liquid collagen supplement. Now, what we've presented so far is a Hollywood version of life. Mm-hmm. There she is. She's 50. She's a mum. She says, I'm going to branch out. I'm mm-hmm. going to do this. And, and hey, presto, here it is. Life wasn't quite like that for no. you for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And, and you've spoken about um, your own childhood, mm-hmm. I think, publicly. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a matter of, of record, public record, as it were. So it's okay, I hope, for me to ask you about this. And also of your own, your kids' dyslexia, your own, I think, ADHD, ADHD and, 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 and so on and so forth. Um, your mother was a, an alcoholic, mm-hmm. which you've talked about. Recovering from the parent of of, of an alcoholic is a thing. And mm-hmm. I say recovering, mm-hmm. I cho- choose my word carefully. Mm-hmm. People usually go one of two ways mm-hmm. as the child. How have you ended up here talking to me and not somewhere else? That's such an interesting question. So I was brought up on a council estate in the 70s in Bath and we were the wrong side of the council estate. There is one, trust me. And my mother was an alcoholic and nobody really liked us. Um, I don't know what her behaviour is like when it wasn't around, so maybe that sort of figures. She's no longer alive, by the way. Alcohol killed her in the end 15 years ago. I'm sorry. Um, I adored my mum. I'm adopted. Um, I never, ever, ever felt adopted. I knew I was loved. I also knew I was needed. And when I reflect on that, that need goes back. So a typical scenario would be at nine years old, the iron blowing up and we could not afford a new one. There was nobody to pick up the phone. We didn't have the phone. My mum was the black sheep of the family. She had 13, 14 siblings, but she was the outcast. There was nobody to phone up and go, how do we fix this? What do we do? We couldn't buy a new one. At nine years old, I took the back off the iron. I wrote down the wires. I took all the wires out. I clipped them and put them back and it worked. That gives you a sense of how solution-focused I am. You just have to get it done. There's nobody else to do it. You have to do it. And that is definitely who I am. Mm. Sometimes to my own disadvantage, I can be really quite an island. And I've I, with the business, there's 63 of us now, and letting people in was quite difficult for me. Not with my family, by the way. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I get all of that, and I understand mm. it. And it would be that you're literally, you're having to look after mum and you're mm. having to look after the house. But the looking now as an adult back on that, child and then now mm. is your young adult and then becoming a mum the emotional part for mm. you how have you taken and managed that trauma which it is mm. and kind of put it to such an incredibly positive place for your own life for your kids life and for you know the 63 people that you employ mm. and, and on and on how how have you managed that Maxine do you know I don't I think when you live it you don't see it you know there has been trauma and as I said one of the sort of byproducts of that is I don't trust. I really, really struggle. When I trust, I trust. There's very few people in my circle. Like, really. And I've always been like that. And we will be exploring the really important point around trust as it relates to your business. Stay with me for much more from my business shaper. That's Maxine Laceby.
we talked about your mum and we talked about your trust issue. Mm. Darcy is your daughter. Mm. Darcy is the, the kind of the technology expert, the, the scientist, scientist yeah. the scientist rather. The, She's the a professional one. What is it like? You said, and you said your inner circle is really tight. Mm. What's it like working with your daughter? Do you know, I wonder sometimes if because of my past and I divorced their dad about 12 years ago, it really has just been the three of us because I do keep quite a tight circle. and my, my, Both my parents have passed away. And it's really weird. So we're three. There's myself, Darcy and Margot. Darcy's 26, Margot's 23. And I feel that we're very fluid together. So we bought a rat-infested pit and everybody said, what have you bought that for? Nobody wanted to buy it. And we did it together. And it sounds really crazy because they're only 11 and 13 at the time. I obviously had a builder but we'd go into that house and we'd put our hard hats on and we'd walk around and we'd discuss. And I just feel this fluid, like when one of us has a strength, we come forward. When one of us doesn't, we go back and it's just a beautiful, I can't describe it. Mm. There's a massive mutual respect. There's definitely no hierarchy in my family. So right for when the kids have been like one or two, they eat with us. They We go on, They they are family they're seen and they're most definitely heard there's no hierarchy is that the same in your business because you've got 63 is that how you look at it absolutely we had somebody come um last year and he said what i love about this he said there's no hierarchy walk in the office there's no private offices and nobody knows who's you know the ceos there i brought a ceo in a year and a half ago now and if they come up to say maxine listen i know you're the founder and i co-founder and i know you know a b and c but let me tell you why we shouldn't do that what what does it take to get a different idea a different position across the line She's smiling now. I'm smiling because I'm right for... The reason this business is so successful is because I know what I'm not good at and I'm not good at a lot and I'm okay with that. Does that mean I've got imposter syndrome? No, it means I know myself. So right from day one, I've brought a tech guy in because I was never going to do tech. I brought marketing in because I'm never going to do marketing. I just had the idea and, and created the formula. The rest is up to somebody else. But what I am very, very good at, and I do think this is my childhood, is I'm a damn good judge of character. Do you see it? Do you just see people? I feel. But I have had to learn to really tap into that. And I do think we've all got it. You know, my my emotional intelligence is massive. And that comes from, and I'm a patron of the Prince's Trust, and I work with their young enterprise. And I often say to some of them, you know, they get the kids there that have got really... Terrible backgrounds, you know, really sad circumstances. And I say to them, I know you don't feel this yet, but the skills you're learning are huge. My mum left me on my own quite early on in the 70s. Uh, She worked nights as well, which wasn't great. But I was terrified of being on my own, absolutely terrified. But what I did, what it got me to do is I was able to walk into any situation and know I could trust. It just, I had to learn that skill. And so when I say I feel it, it's kind of, you just get an energy about somebody. And I can honestly say I've not been wrong. I really haven't. So the absolute collagen is built on the best people and knowing my strengths and weaknesses and bringing people in to marry my weaknesses. Can you learn that, that judging piece? Because, I I mean, we've all got super skills. That sounds like Mm. one of yours, and that is a big one. Do you think you can teach it to somebody? Do you know, I really don't know because... For my own personal journey, in order to have that skill, or if it's a skill, whatever you want to call it, you have to feel the other side. So you have to be really, really scared. For my own, this is my own journey. In order to learn that, I had to be scared, I had to be vulnerable, I had to be lonely. 
because that's the only way you can figure it out. Stay with me for my final chat with my guest today. It's Maxine Lacey, and we've got some music from Kamasi Washington for you as well. That's in just a moment. Don't go anywhere. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM. In partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal. Maxine Lacey is my business shaper just for a few more minutes. Do you think it's inevitable that you took this path just looking back? Was there any way you wouldn't have gone and discovered something that you were going to do which was going to reveal the truth of who you were to yourself. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I do know what you mean. And I do think it was there. I absolutely think it was meant to happen. But I had to... It was never going to happen until I was ready, until I could absorb it, live it, feel it, learn from it, accept it. Because the art of creation, of creating something, whatever it is, Mm. is a a gift we Mm. all get as humans. And you've you discovered yours at a time, mm. and it was weirdly through a degree that then mm-hmm. morphed into something else. How do you encourage that in all the people that you get to talk to and that you want to inspire? So my biggest thing is always bring you to the party. You are your biggest asset. When I first started my journey, and for my own insecurities, I always felt I had to be somebody else, and I would tell you that I'm not a conformist, but you know what? When I'm at the school gates and I'm delivering my children, I definitely conform because I don't want them to feel different. And... It's just about being you. You've got your own skill set. So whether you've got a brand or a service or whatever, you and that brand or that service are so linked, it just comes through. And I think if you can't stand in your own truth, people see it. People and when you're, really see And it. when you're not at work, Maxine, mm. and you're not in those three mm. and a half seconds a day not thinking about the mm. business, what are you thinking about? Do you know, sometimes I like to think about nothing. I love being outdoors. I think I was probably a gypsy in a previous life. <laughs> I love being outdoors and I love to listen to the birds. I walk, I run when I can, I'm injured at the moment. I like thinking of nothing is really important because creative people need that. And I say that to my team. You know, you need to have nothing occupying your brain sometimes in order to sort something out or to be creative. So sometimes I do think of nothing and I like it. Just before I let you go, I'm going to ask you what your song choice is in a minute, but just one last question. You're kind of doing it, you're living it, you're not thinking about what you're doing because you're just doing what you do. Where does this go? Five years from now, mm. ten years from now, are you going to be quote-unquote working or are you going to be going, next gen will get on with it and I'm going to be putting my feet up? Because I, your purpose is like, mm. it's magnetic, I'm mm. feeling it, mm. and I'm going, why would you ever stop that? Mm. But where's your head on that? I think right now I don't know and I quite like not knowing. Um, the business is the business and my daughter and the CEO have totally got that covered. Yes, I'm still involved. My job today is I got the absolutes on one child on the team on the other and every decision is how is that going to affect them. I do have a purpose and my purpose is to empower women to be themselves regardless of what that looks like and I don't know what the future holds and I quite like that and I think let's just see. There is no plan. And I like that too. Good luck with your no plan plan. I think that's a clever way of doing it. Much better keep things open, as you have done, frankly. Mm. You've just kind of, you've just done it that way, which I think is why you're here. Thanks very much for today. Just before I do say goodbye, what's your song choice and why have you chosen it? So I tried to think of something jazzy and blues, but I keep going back to this song. Something Inside So Strong by Labby Sifri. The moment I heard this song years and years ago, and there's, a, there's some lyrics in there, and it says, When they insist we're just not good enough, well, we know better. Just look them in the eye and say, I'm going to do it anyway, because that is my journey. 
the uplifting and powerful sound of Labisifri there with something inside so strong. The song choice of my business shaper today, Maxine Laceby. She talked about, I always poke the bear. You've got to be curious. You've got to keep going and doubling down when you want to set up your own thing. The importance of knowing what you want. What do I want, she said, as the consumer and building a business around that. And that's a matter of opportunity and spotting that and a matter of taste as well. I always knew I was needed, she said, and that was a really important part of her childhood and growing up, and indeed it's informed how she goes about her business now. And finally, I think one of her super skills, I am a damn good judge of character. And she is a damn good judge of character because trust is really, really important to her. Really great stuff. That's it from me and Jazz Shapers. Have a lovely weekend. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM. In partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal. Welcome to Jazz Shapers with me, Elliot Moss, bringing the shapers of the business world together with a musician shaping jazz, soul and blues. My guest today is Maxine Laceby, co-founder of Absolute Collagen, the liquid collagen supplement. 